Good morning, Southlake. This is John Huffman. Thank you so much for downloading another episode of Southlake this week. So before we get into our interview, I want to do our restaurant review. And this week we are talking about Malai Kitchen. Malai Kitchen has been open for a couple of years in the Park Village Shopping Center, um, and it is really one of our favorites. Um, Elizabeth and I go there for date nights. We take the family. The family really loves it as well. Uh, It describes itself as a Southeast Asian cuisine, but it really is a fusion of a lot of different tastes and flavors and inspirations. So they, uh, the, the owners and the chef... Uh, it's it's a, actually a husband and wife team. Um, they have a couple different locations, one in Uptown, one in Southlake, um, maybe a third now. But uh, they apparently have traveled and cooked a lot in like Thailand, Vietnam, um, and, and, and they draw inspiration from those experiences. And, and it's resulted in a fusion of some really incredible dishes and tastes. Like I said, Malai Kitchen has been open for a couple of years now, but if you haven't been, I would highly encourage you to to head out for lunch or pick a nice day and go out to the patio, enjoy a beer or a cocktail and appetizers. I mean, everything everything is great. Their, their dishes are wonderful. I, my favorite is the pad thai. My wife's favorite is the glass noodles. Um, I, I just, although I, I honestly have never had a bad bite there. They've got these incredible... Uh, peppers uh, that we get as appetizers. We get the sampler and we get these peppers that are sort of like fried, but really lightly fried, almost like tempura. Um, and I don't know what kind of peppers they are, but they, they taste, they have the richness of the pepper flavor, like a jalapeno flavor, but without the heat, which for, for me, I mean, I like spicy food, but I don't want to get like punched in the face with spice, right? And so um, Malai Kitchen is is just a great place where you can sort of experience all these different flavors. So highly encourage if you haven't been or if you haven't been in a while, go back and, and patronize them, show them some love, and uh, enjoy some awesome Southeast Asian food. So that's the restaurant review. And as soon as we come back, our interview with Mr. Chris Archer. And we are back with one of my good friends and seatmates up on the dais, Mr. Christopher Archer. How are you, sir? I am doing well, John. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming in and talking, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we get to sit together each week, and uh, but we don't really get to talk that much. So, so yeah. this is kind of a, a fun opportunity. It is kind of fun. You know, I, I've told a couple other folks, this. We, like in our culture, we don't have conversations like this, you know, where we just kind of sit down and uninterrupted and just kind of talk and I get to hear your story and it's, you know, it's different. It's fun. You know? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So yeah, for those of you who don't know, Chris Archer is on, he has a long political past here in Southlake, um, has been very successful, including serving on the school board as president, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but now he sits right next to me on my left in city council, which is super fun because I got to tell you, this is not to cast aspersions on our fellow council members, but with you and me and Randy, we kind of have the cool side, don't yeah, you think? I definitely think so, and I do get you know I do get the reminder when I get home every night. You know, you need to pay attention because when John's on the on the monitor, <laughs> you're on there. So, <laughs> so I've had I've had to pay closer attention, you know, for when you speak. So it's hard. Yeah, yeah. you got to kind of yeah. Did, did Stacy remind you of that? Oh, Stacy reminds me okay, of that good. all the time. Yeah, good. yeah. The wife, um, she's texted me a couple times in council and be like, hey. 
pay attention <laughs> or you're you you look like you're falling asleep i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm yeah. deep in thought jeez <laughs> but yeah when randy makes the motion so my you know once we kind of figure everything out i'm listening for the motion but my brain kind of goes into like not paying attention to what i'm doing mode yeah and then i snap back i'm like oops <laughs> yeah but but i you know i will say this uh not to toot, toot your horn but uh I do appreciate the the help and kind of the guidance that you've you've given given me and shown me. You know, since being on council, it's um, it's been a different experience, but it's been a great experience, and and I really love what I'm doing, and obviously love South Lake, and I think we have a great team that that truly cares about you know the city as a whole, and not just now, but our future. So I completely agree, and I appreciate you saying that. Um, because I am thrilled that you're on council. I guess it's been almost two years, right? Almost, yep. And, you know, you've just been an awesome addition to the team, and it's just fun. We have a fun a fun group, and uh, hopefully we can keep that keep the good, good times rolling. Absolutely. You know? Okay, Mr. Archer, so um, I really am excited to talk to you because I want everybody to hear your story because you're – you're not from Texas originally, right? I am not from Texas. But you're one of those guys who got here as quick as you could. Yes. I am from California, but I will state that I'm from Orange County, which was the conservative part That's of, right. <laughs> of California. And um, so actually moved here in 1998. Wow. So been here been here a long time. You, li- you moved to South Lake in 98. Yes. Moved to South Lake in 98. So you, man, you really have seen this place grow. Yeah, I, it was uh, it was interesting because when we dis- when we knew we were coming here, I had a friend that uh, that was working with us and uh, suggested his his girlfriend at the time lived in South Lake and said, "You really need to check out South Lake for the schools." And at that time, obviously, I had you know three young kids and uh, Lauren Lauren, who is my oldest, that graduated in two thousand seven. You know, she did the whole trek from Carol or Rockenbaugh. Uh, Carroll Intermediate wow. to Carroll Middle School to Dawson Middle School to the Junior High School and then High wow. School. So, wow. what do they call that? I just read the term for that. It's like Kinder K to Twelve Dragon yes. or something. What do they call it? Yeah, that's it. And uh, yeah, both of and both of the other kids and then uh, and then Michael and Catherine, um, my my stepkids, uh, they they also went. All the way through Carol. So, and Catherine will be graduating this year. So that's awesome. Kind of the the end of an era. Wow. <laughs> so you've literally had kids in Carol for twenty years. Yes, that's incredible. Yeah, and um, it's it's so it's so crazy to think back because I'll never forget the day that that the realtor brought us out. And at that time, we we were going to go look at a house in Timuron, and we were driving down Continental, and back then. There was literally nothing on uh, on Continental. Wow! And and so you, I just remember that that thought of coming from California and all of a sudden I'm in the country, <laughs> right? And and it, it you know at that time it really was. So that's it's, crazy. But it's uh, could not have asked for a better uh, a better choice, a better place to raise the kids, and a and a better place really to relocate. Yeah, I mean, listen, you went the wrong way weather-wise. Uh, Orange County, I uh, hear, is pretty nice. Very hard to beat that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but probably the right way for everyone else. Yes. Um, so what uh, what brought you out here? Was it, was it work? So it was work. So um, I was current. So the company that I came to work for here is Associated Time uh, and Parking Controls. So basically what we do is, is we do everything from time clocks to uh, – 
parking control systems for anything to do with paid parking, access into parking lots, garages, uh, the toll tags, um, you know, kind of the whole gamut. But I was working for the manufacturer out in uh, California, and the owner of so Associated Time has actually been in the Dallas Fort Worth area since 1953. Wow! Uh, started out selling time clocks. Oh wow! And uh, and so the owner at the time. Uh, knew me because he was one of our dealers and uh, basically called me up out of the blue one day and it's it's really a kind of a funny story he was from uh, Charlotte North Carolina um, really became my mentor and kind of my second second dad really and uh, called me up out of the blue and says Chris Acha uh, you ready to move to Texas? <laughs> we had, we had it's like, uh, uh, mm, no. I get a choice? Uh, answer's no. <laughs> yeah, we had literally never had a conversation about it. So uh, so it was totally out of the blue. But he, at the end of the call, he goes, look, I'm going to let you uh, let you think about it. When you, you decide you're going to make the right decision, you call me back. Wow. And hung up the phone. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> yeah, when you make the right decision, exactly. you just give me a call. <laughs> and, and, you know, so just kind of planted the seed and it festered. And uh, I think it was three weeks later, I called him back and said, what exactly did you have in mind? And, <laughs> Tell me uh, more. <laughs> yeah. And so so that was that was my uh, that was my journey to get here. And, wow. Um, and it, it's again no no regrets at all. It's uh, it's fun to go back and visit. Obviously, sometimes because of the weather and sure. the area. But um, man, what a what a great place to be and a great place to raise kids and family and and to see everything grow the way it has over the the years has just been tremendous. Yeah, it's uh, I guess you predate Town Square too. That's incredible. I do. Yeah, that's wild. I remember Town Square. You know the concept and everybody talking and you know and, it, and it's so crazy now being on council because it, i see some of the developments that come forward and i remember back then town square was controversial and yep. nobody wanted to build that and yep. i think if you question anybody in south lake today they could not imagine town square not being here yeah that's the truth i mean the the storm that they weathered as far as the controversy back then yeah planted the seed right for what south lake yes, is today exactly it's hard on up on the dais, as you know, it's hard to evaluate this. Is this is, are, are we making a good decision that in 20 years we're going to be proud of, or is this going to be a mistake? I mean, it's it's tough to know, but uh, I'm very thankful for the foresight of the people 20 years ago that yes. made those decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, that's um, – I mean, I, I love vis- envisioning it. The first time I was in South, I think it was 20 – it was the summer of 2007. I was staying with my – in-laws or my, my wife's aunt and uncle in Colleyville. And I, I did not like the Metroplex like that. I grew up in College Station. Okay. We were we were interning in um, Dallas and Houston. And I wanted to I thought it was going to be in Houston. I thought we I kind of associate with Houston. College Station is close to Houston. My dad is from the Houston area. So I was like, we're sure. in Houston, right? Because um, Dallas, I, I came up. Um, I used to come up to my grandparents and my aunt and uncles. And they lived in Plano and Richardson. I was like, oh, I moved to Plano and Richardson. No offense to Plano Richardson if anyone's listening from there. But I was just not interested, right? And then they drove. I, I remember first time, we uh, first lunch I ever had in South Lake was at Kincaid's. Of course, I would remember the food. Yes, um, of course. Right? <laughs> but it was, surprises me, John. No, <laughs> you would remember the food. <laughs> it was very formative. Uh, I, I, the way you see me eat, I've eaten like this for a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> so, but the, I, was, I drove... I remember driving up and down 17 and I'm like, holy cow, what is this place? This is totally different. Yeah. yeah. Totally different. 
That's pretty fun. Um, okay, so you sit on city council now, but that, that is not your first foray into local politics. No, no. So, uh, so I, I was I served on the school board, um, you know, Carroll ISD school board for um, a little over five years, and and really that that whole um, that whole journey was was another story in itself. That um, I was back in I guess it was. 2000 and 2011, um, I was approached and, and had, had a good friend, Bernie Osdenmore, who uh, was on the school board at the time, and his his term was up, and, and he there was a possibility he may have to relocate for work, and, and I have a good friend who uh, actually years before that, Dan Huberty, who now is, is uh, the U.S. Uh, or, you know, the Texas House State of Representatives rep. yeah, yeah. for Humble. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so he, he had kind of talked to me about for a few years about, you know, he was on the school board down there and president and, and took that step to the state level, but um, it had always interested me. And so when when Bernie kind of was, was telling me his dilemma, I, I threw my hat into the ring. Wow. Uh, not having any any idea or clue what running a campaign was or right. or um, or what it entailed, but um, what year was that? That was so it was two thousand and it was May May of two thousand twelve. Okay, is is when? So had you thought about it before, or had you had political aspirations, or you just kind of wanted to step up? So. You know, I I I've been involved in things and been involved in committees and gone through um, some of that, but um, and and like I say, really had kind of listened to Dan and Dan had kind of mentored me on what was involved in being on a school board in, right. in Texas and and what it the time it took, what what all you know you you could accomplish or or you know could do, and so. I had that I had that interest and to be honest and and like I said even when I was campaigning is that you know at that point in time um, you know Lauren my oldest had graduated Rachel my middle daughter was getting ready to graduate in 2012 uh, Clayton my son was going to going to graduate in 2014 and and really you know their success I I had to attribute to Carol ISD and right and, how great the schools had been for them, and how well it prepared Lauren. She went to, uh, sorry, John. She went to UT no, in okay. Austin, okay. but uh, it's a good school. A, a Longhorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll begrudgingly admit. <laughs> so you know, I, I felt I, I wanted to try to do something to kind of give back to what had been so great for the kids and the opportunities that they'd been given, and really, um, you know, so much of attributed to to the school district. And so when I had that opportunity, I. I I jumped in with both feet I, again, kind of not, not realizing the politics involved with, regardless <laughs> of what you get involved with, that there are right. politics. But um, so that first first election, I actually lost. Um, first campaign, I lost by uh, sixteen votes. Oh my gosh! Uh, and oh the, my gosh! That was Chris. the year that uh, that was the year that we had the alcohol on the ballot. Oh wow! And so, out of five thousand, the voters, liquor stores. Yes, yes. exactly. Oh out of five thousand votes, I lost by sixteen. So, oh my gosh! So I, I every so I've been through three campaigns now, as you know, yes. and every time I say I'm the the living testament to every vote counts. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yes, I cannot imagine that. Yeah, putting all that work into it and 16 people. Absolutely, because had we had at the end of the day, I think we had 42 friends that had yard signs that just sports or whatever got, and they weren't able to get down to the, the polls and vote. 42. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If you're one of the 42, you ought to be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Exactly. Just kidding. Um, no, seriously, that is incredible. Yeah, and you know, but but it was. It, I think it was a great experience and and a great um, learning experience yeah. really for me and really helped prepare me for. You know, I waited. I took a year off and kind of stepped back and wasn't sure if I really was going to try it again and then the opportunity again presented itself and and so i jumped back in awesome and got elected uh, uh may of 2014 okay so and good on you for keeping at it i i don't honestly i 16 votes that may have discouraged me so much i wouldn't want to we want to do it again. Yeah, but. And you know what the worst part is, is that you got to go take your signs down the next day. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so not only did I lose by 16 votes, but my son and I were out there having to take down all the, all the signs. Oh, uh, gosh, what a kick in the stomach. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. But, but the next one you won, if I remember right, by a pretty healthy margin. Yes. yes. A good the, victory. So the set, when I ran again, then uh, won 60, a little over 60%, oh, which sure. was the same as, as when I ran for, ended up running for this special seat for city council. Yeah, that was like, what, 60, 35 or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Good, good healthy margin. Those are those are much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it to come down to sixteen votes, right? Wow, exactly. <laughs> so, what did you do differently the second time, if anything, versus the first run? So, I besides think, call all your friends that had yard signs, that that is that is the key, and uh, really, I six Stacy on them to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she can had, say it sweeter. At the end, of, yeah, exactly. But we had people at the end that were were texting her a picture. I voted. Leave now. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> But it, awesome. it's really about getting out and 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 honestly too, I think the second time around, I really stayed. Um, you know, it's easy in an election to get, uh, you know, get off your message and right. to kind of try to really um, you because obviously it's it you want to get every vote and you want to you want to make sure people understand the reasons you're running and that you have the best intentions and and all that, but. I'd say the second time we're really focused on making sure that you get all of your voters out mm, and interesting. instead of trying to sway people's minds because right. in some cases they may have made up their mind, but you, you know, you <laughs> know, who's, who, who's for you and you got to really get your voters to the, to the polls. That's an interesting way to look at it because yeah, at some point you've got to understand that somewhere, hopefully less than half, but somewhere around that, right? 40, yes. 50% of people aren't going to vote for you. So maybe forget about them, focus on the ones you know will vote for you. Right. And in a small town with a low turnout for elections, it's all about getting your friends out to vote, right? Exactly. Fascinating. Yeah. See, I this is all theoretical for me because I've been lucky so far not to have an opponent. <laughs> I'm living proof, Chris. It's better to be lucky than good. Yes, man. I, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, so yeah, so I was on the school board and and absolutely loved my time doing that. Um, thoroughly enjoyed you know working with Dr. Faltus and and uh, and the entire you know administrative staff and. And really, I think the thing that I loved the most was it gave me the opportunity to get out and and really get to see the teachers and the, the students and the, the different schools. Because obviously, as your kids go through certain schools and their ages and you, you know those parents and you know those teachers, but, right. um, but it gives you an opportunity to really get out and meet people that that um that you may not have met otherwise and even the even losing the first time in the election 
Stacy and I got to meet so many people that we probably would never have met otherwise that have become, you know, some great friends and just great acquaintances. Sure. And, uh, and you know, you get to see different parts of the city because you're out doing yard signs yep. that, yep. <laughs> that uh, you may not have gotten to see before. So it, it was absolutely um, even though you you know losing is not good, but it was a positive experience anyway. Yeah, well, you're and you're good at the retail side of politics. Like I can tell you that you genuinely enjoy it. Yeah, you know, you meet some but some people either at the local level or even state and higher. You can tell it's almost a burden. Like yeah. that side's a burden, but I can tell that you genuinely find joy in being around people. So I do. so that campaign side of it's it's yeah it's hard work, but it's kind of fun. It is. It is, and. Uh, and like I said, it's much more fun when you win. But. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Read some some of the stories about how critical just a few votes can be. Yeah. But you know, to your point on yard signs, I remember when Laura was getting well, was Laura was getting elected the year she was running for mayor. Yes. And so Sean was running too, mm-hmm. and I did a lot of events with him. I was unopposed, but I was on the ballot uh, technically. But um, I was driving around it was election day and i was driving around um to we just had a list of uh, laura sign yards right and the people who put laura signs out in their yard and uh, i think we had a list of 100 and we, i bet half of them had voted mm-hmm. and this was midday on election day right. but i couldn't believe that how, how could you put a yard sign in in for someone in your yard right and then not take the time to vote but, i mean you're yeah. living proof it, it happens well and you know i think I don't think anyone ever has, you know, what we learned is no one ever has a bad intention, but it's really, it's really kind of boils down to the, the great lives we live in South Lake and all the different activities and the, the, the activities that the kids get to do. And, and that's why I always, you know, and, and from this point, we always encourage everyone to try to get out and vote early because you have that, that period of time that. You can get out at your own leisure, and it doesn't it doesn't matter what games pop up that day, or what activities, or what what things are going on with the kids. Um, I will say that um, the second time I ran, uh, I will give a, a shout out because uh, Curtis Green came out with his smoker. Nice. And, uh, and <laughs> so we start calling people, even if you didn't want to vote, come down and get some barbecue. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> if anybody's ever had Curtis's uh, Curtis's barbecue, it is phenomenal. So um, I come out for the barbecue. Yeah, I'd also and he's a big you. he's a big Aggie. So yes, you know, is. yeah, isn't his boy plays for him? Yes, right? yes, he is. Uh, he's, he's well, he's starting offensive lineman. Is he? I think left. Yeah. One of the linemen. One of the but linemen. <laughs> he is, yeah. He he graduated the same year as Michael. And, okay, cool. uh, Phenomenal. Yeah. So. Yeah, those are big big boys. Curtis, I mean, I'm a fairly large person, and aren't a whole lot of guys that make me feel small. And Curtis, I'm like, oh my gosh, you could eat me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, great barbecue. That yes. man makes some good barbecue. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. awesome. So, um, you were president of the school board. Yes. Which is, for those of you who don't know, the essentially the equivalent of the mayor. Although your, your president of the school board is not elected, it's appointed by it's, the board, right? Correct. It's appointed, and um, you know, I. Really, what it what the president of the school board the role is really it's it's similar to the mayor just in the sense that it was up to you know and Sherry Mills is is the president now but it's it's kind of our role to facilitate um, for the for the whole board and kind of help put the agenda together and what we want to kind of push forward and and there's not really any you know the the one misnomer is 
it's it's not that it's a higher position really right it's um because because obviously school board we we all are the same all trustees have the same um you know say in every every matter in every situation right you know very much like the city council yep however um it's the the president gets the opportunity to really kind of bring that team together and 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 build that teamwork and yep. which which i love doing and uh and we had um it was a hard choice to leave. It yeah. really was because I felt like we had a, a great, a great team, um, a great group of people, and but it was the opportunity presented itself, and it felt like the right time. We had just got the bond passed, which yes. obviously is you see all the the good things happening through that right now, and a lot of dirt and, moving, um, a lot of dirt moving, a lot of new schools that are adding on, and really going to take us well into the future for CISD. So it's kind of nice to, it was nice to know that was, had passed and we had, we had accomplished that. So and then a new challenge. Yeah. And I get to sit next to you. Hey, what's a win, win, win. <laughs> exactly. Now I remember, I remember hearing that you were officially going to run and I was so excited because I mean, I, I, we known each other, yes. Rib Club and various yes. other events and, and activities, but um, I'd mostly known you by your reputation, which was obviously great. And I knew if, if, you were coming over to help us on the city side. It was you're going to bring just a wealth of information and knowledge and an approach that's that's different, and and also the relationships with the school, which right. is very very important in this town. Um, but I think that's one been one of the best value adds for you. So you bring that perspective. You know when we're when we have South Lake and CISD that largely overlaps, not perfect, but it's you know one school one town right. for the most part. Um, that relationship between the city and the school is so key, and you sort of have fallen into this role where you're the linchpin, right? Which I think is awesome. Well, and you know, one of the things that that I've truly enjoyed doing since I've been on council now is, and this goes back to even when I was on school board, is people you you know people used to come up to us whether school board or even when I would run into to Laura and yourself, and they, everybody thought, well, the 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 relationship between the school board and the and the the council is it's so tenuous and, right. and you know it's it's uh, there's friction there which we never we never felt i mean you know obviously we're two different entities and and operate differently and and but um but we always felt like we got along and so it's been nice now for me though having the opportunity when when topics have come up about uh cisd to kind of explain from CISD's perspective, the way that we had to operate or the way we do it, because there are differences. And yeah. so, you know, I felt good in certain cases to be able to kind of bridge that gap uh, that, you know, when those questions have, have come up and arisen. So. Yeah, because it, it's a knowledge gap. And, and all of us want to work great with the school. Yeah, um, and absolutely. I think, and I think that all the all the trustees want to work with us. So yes. It's been a great partnership. Um, it is. It, very helpful for your uh, for you to have that base of knowledge and bring it, bring it to the city side. Uh, what, what are some of the differences? Like when you think about comparing and contrasting, what are, what are some of the differences? So I think, I think one of the biggest differences and one of the things for me is that, you know, with on CISD with the school board trustees, we don't have a staff, right? <laughs> and, and I have to give a the trust. Like you don't have a, no, there's, so we do, it's really? up to us to do, you know, obviously we work with the administration, but they right. don't, technically work for us at all oh, and so so when it coming over to the city side and and having the amazing city staff that we do and 
that really do and, and keep us in line on, on so many things, it was all kind of new for me. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I'll never forget several of the first times I was trying to do stuff and, and uh, City Secretary, you know, Carol Borges at the time would, would always say, oh, no, let me do that for you. And I was always used to having to do it myself. So, it was, <laughs> you know, I think that was kind of the difference in, yeah. in the, the initial coming over and, and main difference. Um, yeah. It is nice. We have such an awesome staff. We do. The city staff is, you know, and and I don't think, I think that's a hidden gem. I don't think people realize how great of a city staff we have and and city manager and how many other city managers have, have been there for, you know, Shauna last night, recognizing her for 25 years. Yeah. 25 years. Unbelievable. And, um, and and she's a young woman. I mean, she's still young and she, I mean, Sean, if you're listening, we are expecting another 25 years. I think it's fair. Exactly. Right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, did you ever go to the new uh, new council member orientation? Uh, I think TML puts it on, but the the, the yes. one they do in San Antonio. Did you go yes, to that thing? Yes, I went to that as well. Okay. So when Sean and I went, it was the summer of 15, and um, it was relatively boring, to be honest. Yeah. But, but there was, at some point, some compliance guy or a lawyer mm-hmm. up there answering questions from the crowd. And I remember the questions being so wheels off, like, yes. well, my, my city manager, you know, didn't certify things for like eight weeks and kind of kept things in her desk and went this and that and this and that. What do we do? And the guy was like, um, hire a lawyer quick, Absolutely. you know, like, and these you crazy know, questions. And so that translates over even on the school board side when we would go to uh, the annual conference for the, the the Texas Association of School Boards because um, we would sit in some of those and and you know it it makes you realize when you go to some of those conventions how blessed we truly are. That's exactly whether right. It be the, whether it be through the school administration and the staff or and our schools and our teachers as well as the city staff. Yes. And just. You, know, you listen to some of those things that uh, that some of the other cities and or school districts go through, and it's it's you just shake your head and and makes us be thank should should make us all be thankful every day. No, that's exactly right, and that was the takeaway. Is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for for being so professional, city staff. Thank you for keeping us out of that because yeah. you don't think about that. You don't think of like, oh, did we post this meeting? No, right? right. I mean, just no, exactly. they take care of all the details that would really really be stressful yes. if we had to deal with it. So yes. It's pretty nice. Well, we're certainly glad to have you on this side of the... Well, thank you, John. It's, 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 it's been a lot of say, fun. It's been, it's been fun, and uh, it's been great experience and given me new challenges and new things to learn, you know, from, you know, whereas I always, people ask what the biggest difference is, and I think with, with the school board is we help guide a lot more of, of say the curriculum or policy and, right. and kind of that. Whereas city council, we deal so much more with ordinances and zoning and, and, you know, sometimes things that I think people think we have control over that are really out of our hands sometimes mm-hmm. based on, you know, I, I, I think several times people have said, why do you guys let so many Mexican restaurants in, in, <laughs> yeah. in South Lake? And you know what, we don't have a say, you know, if you're zoning the restaurant, yep. you can put in whatever restaurant yeah. you want. It, you know, so. Why is there a vape shop? I just, <laughs> I don't know, because yeah. they'll talk to the landlord. Yeah. What was the thing last week? Yeah. Cars getting towed out of the Chick-fil-A. I'm like, yes. I wish we could do anything about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, it's 
part of it. It's nice to nice. You know, I think I think a big part of our success, not that we're perfect, but I think a big part of why we've been a successful team is we're all accessible. I mean, you're you're imminently you're out and about constantly, imminently accessible, and you know the rest of us are too. And I think that helps. Oh, it definitely helps. helps. And and I think I think that that's a that's a great thing that. Uh, you know, all of the citizens really, um, you know, are, are should be, I don't want to say thankful, but I, I think it's one of the, the positives that we have with our city is that um, is that we all are out there. And I think each of us that run has run for the different spots truly believes that, that we're here to serve and we try to do our best to get out there. And, and if we're going to put our name in there, we're going to put ourselves out there that we really do make that effort. Uh, you know, this morning I was at, at the, the event with uh, the mayor uh, for Skill, and the, the students were doing their presentations at TD Ameritrade. And it's, you know, those are the kind of things you go and you see what our kids are doing and, yeah. and what's happening in our city and that TD Ameritrade facility that is absolutely unbelievable. It makes me wish I was a, like a millennial that I could go back and get a job there. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine how spoiled they are though? It's yes. like you have no idea. You got a coffee bar on every corner yes. and <laughs> it was, you walk in and, and the, the restaurants were just you could smell the food. And, oh my god! Well for you that would have been yeah, like heaven. Yeah. I'm so mad I missed it. <laughs> Anytime I miss free food I get upset. Yeah. Um, okay well so Chris talk to me about um, your professional life because yeah. as it turns out we're unpaid and you have a yes, day job <laughs> not just have a day job you are you said you move for associated time yes what's the abbreviation for your company is there an easy way can i call it at at a book uh you can just call it well atpc atpc yeah, all right ATPC. so you moved out with atpc and you now are president of the company correct yes that's awesome so, so when I moved here in, in 98, I moved here to run the company. As I said, my, my boss and the owner of our company was uh, based in Charlotte. And part of his, his way of getting me here was, was I had a small ownership piece in the company. And, and at that time, when I moved here, I was actually the 13th employee. So we were wow. very small and the company had kind of dwindled. And, uh, and today we have right at about 80 employees. Wow. And, and he unfortunately passed away um, several years ago and gave me the opportunity to, to acquire the rest of the company. So it's, it's kind of my company, which is, is awesome. great sometimes and also a little more scary yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Than, uh, <laughs> it's like, but, it's all uh, me. Here we go. You know, it's, uh, it, it really has been a tremendous opportunity. We, you know, and it really revolves around the employees. And and as Henry used to always tell us, you know, we're not in the parking business, we're not in the time business, we're in the people business. Yeah, that's right. And and you surround yourself with people that that know what they're doing and care as much about the customers and and you know, let them go do their job. Yeah. And and that's where I think we've been extremely successful and, and very fortunate. So we have offices, our main office is here in Dallas, and then we have an office in Austin, Houston, San Antonio, New Orleans, and uh, California. So we have a small office in, in California, and a couple of those were were different companies that we acquired. Oh, so cool. we've kind of branched out and tried to diversify. We also bought a company a couple of years ago that now we do fire alarms and access control and CCTV cameras oh, very for, cool. for security for buildings. So Yeah. 
kind of try to do the whole thing, you know, and, and I think at the end of the day, what we would love to have is a customer that you drive in and you use your card to get in the parking garage and then your card gets you in the build that card gets you in the building and right. then you go to use the same card to punch in at the time clock. That's awesome. And you know, yeah. So that's all in one system, all, all feeds one. into yes. the same that's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, well that's I mean that's like a success story. Anytime you take a company and grow it from thirteen to eighty, um, and for over the period of twenty years, I mean that's a that's a lot I know how much work that takes, man. That's it does, and uh, and again, you know, it re- really, people say, "Well, how do you determine where you're going to grow, and how do you?" And and it's it's funny because so much of our our success story and so much of our growth really revolved around the opportunity to hire the right individuals, right? And whether that be you know a couple of the offices, remote offices, we actually started because we had an opportunity to bring that key person or that right person on board and and then build around them right and so that's uh, that's kind of how it all evolved and and again been very very fortunate um, you know the the roots of the company were there and and again having started in 1953 so it was it was really just kind of taking that and and the roots were established and then getting it to grow and blossom so yeah I feel I feel very blessed and uh, and it's you know it's it's been great. Uh, my oldest daughter Lauren uh, is our director of sales for the time and attendance side, so oh, cool. she handles the the time side of the business for us, which is is not my expertise. So it's probably why we're able to work together. And, <laughs> and, uh, she says, "Dad, stay out of my lane." <laughs> exactly. She always she always has to remind me she knows more about that side of the business than, than I do. So that's awesome. Yeah. So she, uh, but she, but it's great, you know. And and so I mean, you know, your kids are still young, John, but I can just tell you, it's it's just so phenomenal to see your kids grow and start to start to blossom and yeah. get out on their own. And my middle daughter, Rachel, you know, talking about Carol, she, um, she's now teaching full time. She got a teaching job, which is, which is what she went to school for and graduated from UNT, um, and, and got a job as an art director for Kip Academy in, in South Dallas. Oh, awesome. And, uh, got married this last year and, and yes, I saw bought, those pictures. Yeah. Just bought a house. And wow. so it's, uh, I, I can't figure out how they keep getting older and I don't. You, know, so, <laughs> you still feel like, hey, I'm, I'm still 30 years old, man. Yeah, What's going on here? Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun to, I guess I see a lot of your pictures on Facebook and elsewhere, but it's like you, you take such pride in your family and, uh, you know, your priorities and you and Stacy just are, you know, kind of a couple that everyone wants to be when they grow up. So it's <laughs> just pretty fun. It's pretty fun to watch. Well, I think that's probably only because, because, I was able to get her to, to wear the, the Durndal dress and we went to Oktoberfest <laughs> and I wore my lederhosen, right? <laughs> Dude, any guy who could pull off a lederhosen in Munich, and, and that's pretty impressive, man. And uh, yeah, it, though, I, I am I am envious. I think someday I would love to, <laughs> Elizabeth and I will join you over there. Definitely. Like, I'm German. I mean, yeah. I'm German by heritage. Exactly. And I've never been to Oktoberfest in Germany. It's almost- it's, you got to put it on your bucket list. It, <laughs> it, is, uh, it is an experience of a lifetime. And we've been very fortunate that we have good friends that that have had a table in their family for like the past fifty years, a reservation. Wow. So uh, it's it's really it's really been fun. That's awesome. And you guys travel a lot. We try. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things that um, some some through work that we've been been fortunate to be able to travel some because of the job, but then also 
uh, we really we really try to make those experiences. And it's funny because each summer we we pretty much say, okay, where are we going to do a family trip? Yeah. And we needed to kind of do something because this could be the last family trip. And yep. And each year we do another one the next year. And yep. Lauren, who's even you know will be thirty now, is still going on the family vacations with awesome. us. And awesome. uh, it's it, you know you can't replace those memories no. uh, that you make and the 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 togetherness that you you have and really the experiences. And so we've been very blessed to be able to travel and take the kids and and really experience a lot. So. Yeah. No, it's so much fun. We, um, you know, we, we still travel with my parents. We, yeah. we did, I'm one of four, so everyone, everyone has kids, right? So there were three of us and my parents at uh, Deer Valley a couple of weeks ago for skiing. Yeah. And, oh, your pictures were great. Oh, my gosh. And that's, was, I think incredible. that's the other great thing, not to interrupt you, but that's the great thing with Facebook is that yeah. is that we're all able to stay in touch, yeah. right? And uh, and see that stuff, yeah. Yeah. My, you know, of course, all the around. kids tell us that Facebook is only for us old people. So, right? <laughs> yeah. How can that be true? Oh gosh, it is. We're old. What is it now? Twitter, Snapchat. I tweet. Uh, yeah, I tweet occasionally. You and I follow each other on Twitter. Yes, and Instagram stories. Instagram right? Stories. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. do the Instagram stories. Yeah. Well, but you're you're big in Facebook Live. Shoot, I like Facebook Live. Yeah. I don't lie. <laughs> it's kind of wheels off. You turn it on. You're like, I don't know what's gonna come out yeah. here. Let's go. <laughs> I, I tried to emulate you a little bit when I was I at saw the. It. Justin Timberlake concert. Yeah, it was great. Stacey and I tried to Facebook Live, but <laughs> I, was, I was much more of a novice than you were. Shoot. So it's uh yeah, it's a little it's a little nerve wracking at first, but then it's like you know what? What's the worst that can happen? Right? True. Just like all the kids, they turn on social media. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? True. <laughs> <laughs> Which usually ends up in a very dark place. Yes. Yeah. What can you do? Well, Chris Archer, former school board president, current city council council member. Um, president and owner of your company and can rock at later hosing like a champ. I mean, is there anything you can't do? This is all I'm asking. The oh. citizens want to know. <laughs> uh, I would I would say I cannot dance. <laughs> there, how was that one? Uh, That's perfect. I probably I, was, uh, I remember years ago, took a dance. Uh, there was a, a dance class and actually here in uh, in South Lake and it was this, this older lady that taught it and I think she said I was the first one that she's ever told that I should I should probably just give up dance. <laughs> you were a lost cause. I was a lost cause. But <laughs> but see that's the great thing with having a wife that dances so well is I just go out and kind of yeah. just stay with her so that you're the picture frame, Bubba. That's exactly. Right. Exactly. I'm the same way. Elizabeth grew up dancing, and I'm like, so I'm sorry, baby. You married someone with like one and a half left feet. That's yeah. just not going to end well. No. Well, Chris, I've got, uh, I think it's time for the lightning round, my man. Sounds great. Um, I'll do my best. I mean, these are very, very difficult questions. Okay. So get ready. Buckle your seatbelt. What is your favorite South Lake restaurant? Uh, Del Frisco's Grill. It's classic. What's your favorite appetizer at Del Frisco's? Uh, the cheesesteak egg rolls. Oh, they're so good. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I can taste them right now. <laughs> seriously. Although I still am upset that they took away the halibut that they used to have. So that wow, it was great. It was really good. I like. I dig the deviled eggs too. Those are yes, tasty. they are awesome. I'm getting hungry. It's five o'clock. <laughs> I'm really getting hungry. Chris, we better get off restaurants. Um, okay, favorite South Lake retail spot if you're going shopping. Uh, Nordstrom Rack. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You can load up, get all I kinds do. of clothes. For exactly. Them. I get all my stuff there pretty much. Or actually, that or Costco. 
Yes. And the, the family will not go with me to Costco because I like to go up and down every aisle. So Hit the samples and all that? That's Well, yeah, not as much the samples. Just, you know, you never know what you might true. miss if you don't go up and down every aisle. That right? is very true. It's like, and then it could be next week they don't have it anymore. Yeah, so. yeah. A year's worth of supply of almonds. That's Why right. would you not want to buy it? That's, that's right. <laughs> You'd be crazy not to get this. That's right. I'll, I used to go to Costco more when the kids were in diapers. I'm happy that phase is over. But, yeah, I mean... And, and they always have great things. It's like, how did you read my mind to know that I... Exactly, I really that I needed this. this. <laughs> yeah, I need this now. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Okay, uh, what's your favorite off-the-beaten-path spot in South? Like, like there's, is there a place that you guys have been going, like a park or something, or some, you know, something that's kind of off-the-beaten-path? Uh, I don't... I, I don't know that any place off-the-beaten-path. I will say that... Um, so, Stacy and I, we live in Timuron, and love to walk the dogs and i will say maybe if you want to say an off the beaten path is there's an area there you know as you go back by the golf course and then there's some trails that actually take you over to the colleyville side oh cool uh, and there's a big lake so the dogs love to go there so maybe maybe that would be a off the beaten path to walk the dogs out there yeah that's cool and uh so is it is that the one that kind of goes by by the creek kind of um all yeah. the way through yes Timber. exactly yeah so that connects to the Colleyville side yes there's a there's a big lake I guess you call it lake pond over on that side that uh, that you can walk all the way around and actually takes you to the Colleyville side of Timuron huh yeah. there you go yeah so. a great little walking spot it is very nice um, alright so if you had to give up either Netflix or live sports forever Chris what would it be well I would. People are probably going to be shocked when I say this, but we don't really watch Netflix. So really, yes. I, wow. <laughs> although it's controversial, sir. Exactly. I know. I know. It's probably best. It's a time suck. You're probably going to do me in on this interview. <laughs> this, this time together. Podcast. It's a scandal, but, right? <laughs> so I would have to say I would give up Netflix yeah. versus live sports because yeah. we love to go to live sports. Yeah. Go to the Stars games and. Cowboys and yeah. who do you cheer for? Rangers. College, Ohio State. Well, so yes, I, I I cheer for Ohio State because I, I kind of have to. Michael, our son, goes to Ohio State as a sophomore. Yeah. But, um, so I I'm gonna do a shout out because I went to UC Irvine, so the Anteaters. Nice. And right now we are leading the Big West uh, in basketball. Very nice. So ten and one in the in the conference. So if we can get through the conference finals, we'll be in the. In the big dance. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Isn't that uh, San Diego State's in the Big West too, right? Don't they, you got some. No, San Diego State is, I think, in the in the mountain. So oh, we're in the Big West is is Hawaii, good... Pacific, UC yes. Santa Barbara, uh, Cal State Fullerton. Okay. Okay. Uh, some good Cal good State programs historically. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, well, yeah, but we we had no football team, but you know. Yeah. I lived in Newport Beach going to going to college, so it's kind of easy. To good trade off. Good trade off. Yeah, not a bad trade off <laughs> at all. Uh, okay, final question, sir. Uh, do you listen to podcasts regularly? And if so, what are your favorites? So I would say probably I, I would yes. Uh, my favorite one is is the John Huffman podcast. No gosh, yeah, you know. <laughs> blushing. <Stop it. laughs> so I. I don't listen to them a, a whole lot. There's a few that I would listen to. Probably some of the sports ones. I'll, I use, you know, listen to some of the the ESPN podcasts. Yeah, um, yeah. And that, but that's fun. Outside of that, not too much in podcasts. Yeah. 
it's a uh, you know, I just got into it in the last couple of years, but there's so much good free content. You it know, is. a lot of people put it out, but it's. It yeah, I, nothing like talking about South Lake with good people. So I know. I it know. is fun. I am going to do one more shout out if I can. Because, Absolutely. Uh, so Catherine, our youngest daughter, is a senior at Emerald Bell. She's an officer for the Emerald Bells. Awesome. And we will be going, Stacy and I have the opportunity to go out there in two weeks. They're going to be uh, performing on America's Got Talent. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. So our own Emerald Bells will be, uh, will be performing for next season's America's Got Talent. Holy so cow, that's breaking news. Let's let's, uh, let's have South Lake, you know, wish them, wish them luck that they, uh, they get voted to move on. So. That is incredible. Yeah. So how did this come about? Hold on, we got to get into this. What is, ha- like, how, do they apply? Do they audition? So they, I think, honestly, I think the way it all came about was that, um, that if you recall, there was a, there was a video last year that went out on YouTube of them doing one of their high kick dances. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really, literally, almost went viral. And I think some some folks at America's Got Talent saw that. And and obviously Melissa Page, who's the director, right, has tremendous contacts, you know, uh, all over. And and so they were contacted about about getting on to America's Got Talent. So Wow. So yeah, they're it'll oh, that be that first week awesome. in March they're gonna be heading out to uh to uh audition for America's Got Talent. So they're gonna go perform in California? Yes. For the judges? Yep. Oh my gosh, that is so yep. cool. Well keep us posted on that. We'll that is do. really, really we'll cool. Do. Yeah. So All right, we're South really proud of Catherine. So Yeah, it sounds like she's as successful as her father and mother. So that's fun. Thanks. And a much better dancer. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she and she didn't get her dancing from you. Well, that's probably best. Okay, South Lake, America's Got Talent. Um, Chris uh, and I will keep you posted, but uh, I'm sure it'll be all over Facebook. We got to make sure we support our girls. That's yep, awesome. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on, my friend. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, John. It, it's always great to get together with you. Definitely, man. Councilman Chris Archer, everyone.